Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Why don't we give God a big hand praise? If you're glad to be here, show him with the hand praise. Clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto the Lord with the voice of triumph. For the Lord is worthy to be praised. I said the Lord is worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, his name is exalted and high and lifted up. How many know there is power in that precious name? Can somebody shout that name? Come on and shout it again. Just one more time. Hallelujah, there is power in that name. Amen. Do you believe that today? Amen. It's so good to be here. Amen. Amongst you wonderful people. Amen. People of God. Amen. And I am grateful. Amen. Since we have shown up. Amen. And came in. Amen. I'm grateful and overwhelmed with the hospitality and the welcoming. Amen. The, the basket they made for us. Amen. Uh, God bless them. Amen. God bless those that we ministered to yesterday. Amen. The leaderships. Uh, people of the church. Amen. God bless them. Amen. I pray I was a blessing to you. Amen. And that God would do a work in you. Amen. That is our prayer. Amen. We are grateful also. Amen. For your pastor and his wife. Amen. God bless them. God bless them richly. Amen. Amen. We are so thankful and indebted to them. Amen. They made us feel so welcome and, and took good care of us. Amen. To their family. Amen. God bless them. Amen. To love the pastor is to love his family and appreciate his family. Amen. And we thank the Lord for that. Amen. I want to appreciate also my wife that has come with me. Amen. As we made our way over here. As she ministered also. Amen. Yesterday. Amen. And it is just, it's good to be where God's people are and where the presence of the Lord is. For where God is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and there is power. And you must be convinced right now that what God wants to do, if you grant Him permission, that God can do it. Because our God is not a forceful God. But He says, I give you power and I give you authority. And I give you the will that if you want me to, I will pour out my blessing. But you got to want it. And is there anybody here that wants a fresh anointing and the blessings of God upon your life? Come on, if that's you, lift up your hands and tell the Lord, that's me. Send down a fresh anointing upon me. Send down fresh power upon my life. And let your spirit move upon us, God. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. We are grateful, amen. And if you have your Bibles, we'll be turning to Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13, amen. But I want to focus on verse 10, amen. I thank the Lord for the confirmation of His Word by the song that was being sung, amen. And it reads like this, that after this manner, 
Therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. Someone say, thine is the kingdom. All power is yours, God. And the power and the glory forever. Amen. In verse 10, I want to focus your attention on thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I want to preach to you the thought that the Lord has laid upon my heart. And it is abiding in dominion and authority. Abiding in dominion and authority. If this is what you want for your life, can we lift our hands one more time as we go before the Lord in prayer. I'm going to ask you to raise your voices and pray with me as we set the atmosphere that God would move in our very midst. Let's go before the Lord right now. God, we come before you. We thank you, God, for your presence that is in this place. We thank you, God, for we are all with all assurance that your spirit is here, that your anointing is here, God. We ask, God, that you take over this place. God, that you move around, God, and you do what you would want to do. We don't restrain you. We don't hold you back. But we let you loose, God, to do what you want to do. Set forth, God, liberty. Set forth, God, captives and set them free. Let the weak leave saying, I am strong. And let your will be done in this place, Lord. We pray this right now. And we believe it in the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. One more time. Come on. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. I feel I'm preaching in the right place today. People that are hungry for the word of the Lord. People that want a move of God. People that are not satisfied where you are. But believe that there is a God that is greater and bigger than all your problems that you are facing now. Somebody shout, that's me. Our God is able. It is here in Matthew chapter 6, the scripture that we read. It is the Lord bringing out in the place of his disciples. They understood something about the ministry of the Lord. And when it was all said and done, and they compared to the power that he had, power to rebuke devils, power to change and create atmosphere power over creation he had the power over principalities and they seen the performance that he walked in and the authority that he walked in and when they came to the understanding it wasn't any one thing but they said we compare and put it all together that because of this power that you have it has to be connected with the prayer life that you have. It was a connection that they said the power that he has, they aligned it with his prayer life. Therefore, they came to him 
and said, Lord, teach us to pray because we want to have that power. We want to have that authority in our lives. How many want to have authority and power in your life? I can't hear you. How many want to have power and authority in your life? Therefore, you must relate the, the connection that the power and the authority that will come out of your life will come through your prayer life. It will come through the power of touching God. It will come through the power of, of touching the hem of his garment. And knowing that when you touch him, you shall be made whole again. Somebody say praise the Lord. And it is that power in prayer. And the point in the matter that we are preaching about is that we must come to a place that we strive and we pursue to live a life in authority and dominion in every area of our life. God did not call us to be subject under the powers of the enemy. God did not call us to be less than. God called us to be above all things and said, you are my child and you are my people. And I've called you out of darkness into my marvelous light. Therefore, when you walk around, don't walk around with your head down as though you are defeated. Don't walk around singing a sad song as though you got no power in your life. But recognize that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That means you got to walk around knowing I am just not anybody, but I am a child of the most high God. I am not the person I used to be. I used to be a drunk. I used to be an alcoholic. I used to be an ex-con. But who the son of man has set free, he is free indeed. Am I preaching to free people inside of the house of the Lord? I remember the day when I used to come in. I couldn't raise my hands. I couldn't open up my mouth because I was bound by the powers of the devil. But I stand here today just like you stand here today with my mouth open and my hands raised saying I've been delivered. I've been set free by the power of Jesus Christ. If that's you, come on and shout unto the Lord. We are free people. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. I'm free at last. I can shout like I want to shout. I can praise like I want to praise. Because the Lord has set me free. That's why I give him honor and glory. For the things that he has done. For the things that he has done. And it is therefore that God tells us. And I believe it must be your conviction. That it is a striving. It is not easy. The Lord did not tell us it would be easy. But he said if you fight. I will give you the victory. If you fight, I will give you the victory. If you press your way through, you will come out the other side. 
if you keep on fighting and keep on walking, I will make sure you walk in victory. It's not going to be easy, but keep on walking. It's not going to be easy, but keep on praying. It's not going to be easy, but keep on worshiping. It's not going to be easy, but when you come in my house, don't let the devil overrule you, but stand in the authority of the Lord. Lift up your voice and declare, my God still sits on the throne. And all power is in his hands. And he is in control of my very life. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it is that pursuit to live a life of victory. That ought to be your conviction. That God has called me to live a certain way. And I'm not going to be happy till I live the way God called me to live. I choose to live in victory. Somebody shout hallelujah. And it is the authority that God gives us. Now the authority and the dominion that God calls us to live in. The authority is the power. The power to give orders. The power to enforce obedience. That's what he told us when he said, Behold, I have given you authority and power over the powers of the enemy. He was saying, it is not by your power, it is not by your might, but it is by my spirit that is inside of you. The devils are not scared of you, but they are scared of the God that is inside of you. They are not scared of your voice, but they recognize the voice of Jesus that is working inside of you. They're not scared of your power, but they're scared of the power of Almighty God. That's why God has to be working inside of you. Is there anybody here that can say I'm baptized with the power of the Holy Ghost? I got fire shut up in my... I got fire shut up in my bones. I got authority from on high. I got power from on high. I refuse to sit in the back seat when God said take control and walk in my power. Somebody shall walk in my power. And he said I've given you authority. That is the power to decree a thing. And when you decree a thing, the powers that are be subject unto you. Because I have given you this power. He's given you the power to make a decision. See, you choose every day how you will live. You choose what kind of service this will be. See, I do not determine the service. You determine the service. If you walk in just waiting for your neighbor to kind of pump you up a little bit. They may not be in the mood. So you're going to walk out empty like you came in. But if you walk in saying, I'm going to create the atmosphere. And if my neighbor is not a praiser, then let me. Then let me be the praiser. Because I believe that there is power when I praise. I believe walls come down. When I praise, I believe devils run when I praise. But you've got to set the atmosphere. It is your decision. I choose to have a good old-fashioned apostolic Holy Ghost service. I choose to have the glory of God fill this house. 
I choose for God to manifest his glory. And the Bible says, according to your faith, let it be done. Who am I preaching to that can say I got faith to believe God's going to do it? I came in sick, but God is going to heal my body. I came in broken, but God going to restore my soul. According to your faith, let it be done. Who has faith in the house right now? The Bible said, stir up that gift. Stir up your faith and believe. God's come to bless you today. God's come to anoint you today. God's come to restore you today. Somebody shout, I want it. Somebody shout, I want it. And so it is that authority. It is that decision. You make the decision. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Choose ye this day blessing or cursing. Life or death. I've given you that authority. Don't blame the devil. Don't blame your friends. Don't blame your relatives. You blame yourself. Because he said, I've given you the authority to walk in and make a decision. If you're having a bad day, then you make it your day. I remember a long time ago, my dad preached and gave a testimony. And he was talking about making it your day. He said he walked into a, a store. And when he went in there, he bought a box, little box of cookies. When he opened up the box, whoever was putting cookies that day were being stingy. And there was about five cookies in there. Now, if you would have focused on that, it would have messed up the rest of your day. Because you paid all that money and got three cookies. But he said, you got to make it your day. So go back in the store and buy another box of cookies. And if that doesn't meet the amount you want, buy another box of cookies. And if that still don't meet it, buy another box of cookies. What am I trying to tell you? You got to make it your day. You got to make it happen. I choose to come in God's house. I choose to lift up my hand. I choose to raise up my voice because I want a holy I want a Holy Ghost service. I, I want God to show up. I want God to perform his miracles. I, I choose what kind of service I'm going to have. I choose it. Somebody shout, I choose it. You choose the service we're going to have right now. You have the authority to shut it down and not have God move or let God move. You have that authority. That's why when Jesus walked in, getting ready to raise that little girl from the dead, when he got inside of that room, he picked up the attitude and the atmosphere that was inside of that room, and he kicked everybody out. And he said, in order for something to happen, we got to change what's, what's in the atmosphere right now. What's in the atmosphere is nothing but doubt. And he said, I can't operate where there's doubt. I operate where there's faith. So if you walked in with doubt right now, get your doubt under subjection and release your faith right now and say, in the name of Jesus, I shall be restored. In the name of Jesus, I shall be delivered. In the name of Jesus, I shall be renewed because you got the authority. You got the authority. 
You got the authority. Who am I preaching to? You got the authority. You got the authority to say I want God to move inside of this house. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. It is that authority, it is that dominion. Somebody say dominion. Dominion is that sovereign, that sovereign uh, control. It is a supreme rule, the ultimate power. That is saying that God is in control. The dominion that you walk in is not in ourselves, but it is knowing that God is in control of all things. Somebody say hallelujah. And when the Bible brings this out, he talks about in the sense that kingdom come, thy will be done. And he is bringing forth thy kingdom. See, this world operates in a different way than heaven does. And when he says thy kingdom come, he is talking about a royal power. He is talking about that we are our heirs with him. That we belong to him and that we are heirs of his kingdom. If you've been baptized in the precious name of Jesus and you have been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, you do not belong to this world. You belong to a higher power. You belong to a bigger kingdom. This kingdom that we belong to is not in Pacoima, California. This kingdom we belong to is not in Stockton, California. But the kingdom we belong to, all the streets are made of gold. A place called glory, a place called heaven, that is where we belong to. Somebody say hallelujah. And so he tells us that we are heirs with him. That he is king and that we reign with him. You got to get that in your spirit that we reign with the Lord. That he has called us to live in authority and in dominion. And if he said if we are heirs, then therefore we have power to release what he said we can release. Oh, hallelujah. In other words, if he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords and you are his child, then you have rights. That, that belong to you. You just aren't anybody because you belong to the kingdom of God. And because you belong to his kingdom, you have authority. You have power to decree a thing. You have power to say a thing. Speak to this mountain. And tell this mountain to be removed and cast into the sea. And if you doubt not in your heart, it shall be done unto you. How do you have that authority? Because I belong to a different kingdom. I belong to the kingdom of God. And I got power in what I say. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. If you want to see life, speak life. If you want to see power, speak power. But it's in the power of what you say. Hey, that's why when you come to church, uh, you ought to not close your mouth. Uh, you ought to not shut your mouth. Uh, but you ought to open up your mouth. And not just shout, uh, but declare by his stripes, I am healed. Declare, declare and decree a thing. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. It is power from another world that involves us in where we are today. I want to show you it this way. That God is a spirit. 
The Bible said that no man has seen him. Therefore, we know that spirit does not have flesh and blood, does not bleed. But what we understand is this, is that God came and enrobed himself in flesh. And when he came and enrobed himself in flesh, he did this because he had to come to our world and redeem mankind. And because he was spirit, it could not be done. So he had to enrobe in flesh. So he bled and he died, but he rose up again. And the picture that I want you to see is that when he came, he came into our world. And he became like us so that he can conquer death, hell, and the grave. And then go back with all power in his hands. So he came to our world. Now the power of prayer is this. Is that it gives us the opportunity to go into his world. Just like he came to ours. When you pray, you go to his kingdom. And when you go to his kingdom, you can set things in order. You can loosen powers. You can loosen the authority of God. You can release the anointing of God. Because there is power when you begin to pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. And that is the power of prayer. The power of prayer means that you escape this natural world. And you go into a heavenly place. And in that heavenly place, you have the authority to decree and declare God's will to be done. Are you catching what I'm saying? That is the power of prayer. How many believe in prayer? Prayer takes you. Prayer is that bridge. That bridge that gets you from here to there. It is that avenue that God has chosen. That said, if you pray... Then I will show you the power from on high. But it comes through the power of prayer. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. And so when God had come, he had came because man had forfeited everything. And in Genesis 1, he begins to tell us that it was that time that God had given dominion and authority and power over everything in this earth. This world right here, as much as you may want to believe, does not belong to the Lord. It belongs to the powers of the enemy. It is the enemy that when we walk out of these doors, you see people that are oppressed. You see people that are bound by the powers of darkness. This is what you see. That the enemy has been left to devour people. He has been sent to bring bondage to people. He has been sent, and you and I are witnesses of the power that he used to have. But he no longer has that power no more. But we are witnesses of that power of the enemy and how he has come. But I want you to see that when he brings out in Genesis and told man, I have given you authority and power over the earth. He told Adam, whatever you say and whatever you call it, that's what it will be. It will be that because I give you the authority to do it. Don't ask me to name it. I give you power to name it. I give you power to decree a thing. Don't ask God for permission. He said, I've given you power to speak it. And that is the power that we possess. 
and inside of us that what we decree and what we say, it shall come to pass. These things happen when we meet the Lord in prayer. When we meet God in prayer, we begin to bind the powers of the enemy. And we begin to loosen the authority and the power of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Why is this so important? And why is it a necessity? Because of the Lord gave witness and, and told us how to pray. And when he gave that commission, he is telling us because there is an opposing factor. The opposing factor is this, is that the devil is running loose and rapid in this world we live in. He is no longer hiding behind curtains and doors. But the powers of the enemy are present. Everywhere you look, you can see the powers of the enemy working. Everywhere you go, you can see the powers of the enemy working. The devil has been released into this world. And inside of this world, this world is of a fallen world. It had fell, and now that's why it was in need of a savior. It is not just the world that is fallen, but it is you and I of a fallen nature. That's why Paul said, the thing that I ought to do, I don't do it. And the thing that I shouldn't do, I find myself doing it. Paul was bringing out that there is a conflict within me. That there are two natures that are, by, that are fighting each other. And Paul was describing it. Even when David wrote the words, he said, Lord, in his failure and when he sinned, he told the Lord that in, in sin was I born and in sin was I conceived. He was saying in me that there is a fallen nature. And he was telling the Lord that there is no good in me. The only good that is in me is the good that you produce inside of me. But God, if I don't have you, then that means I can't do anything on my own. But if I have you living inside of me, then I know I can be the man I'm supposed to be. I can be the woman you're supposed to be. Why? Because it's not you, but it's God inside of you. I want you to know you need God working inside of your very spirit. You need God to take control over you because of the fallen nature in you. We all have that fallen nature inside of us. We live in a fallen world. We deal with the fallen nature. And because of this, we need the help and the anointing of the Lord. We need the power of God to manifest himself in our very lives. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. <clears throat> and so therefore the Bible brings out and declares that what gives you power over the powers of the devil and what gives you power over yourself because you must understand that you must bring yourself under submission and subjection to the Spirit of God. And when you begin to understand and bring yourself under submission to the power of the Lord, then, then that means there is a the beginning point of taking authority and dominion over your life. 
Let me tell you it this way. That we always quote, resist the devil and he shall flee. That is the most popular saying. Oh, just resist him, brother. Just resist him, sister. Resist the devil and he shall flee. But we always leave the most important part out of that verse. And that is submit yourself to the Lord. Submit yourself to the Lord. Resist the devil and he shall flee. In other words, unless you submit to God, you got no power over the devil. Unless you submit to God, you got no power over yourself. But if you submit to God, then you got power over the devil. If you submit to God, that means he is king of kings. And Lord of Lords in your very life. That means you got authority and power because it's not you, but it's God working. Oh, who am I preaching to? It's God working inside of you. You got authority right now. You got power right now. What gives you power? What gives you authority? It is the submission to God. You are submitted to God. He is Lord of my life. He is King of Kings. And He is Lord of Lords of my life. That's what you have to understand. You have no authority. You have no power unless you submit to God. And if you submit to God, you will submit to the ordinance of God. You will submit to the man of God. You will submit to the authority of God. You will submit to the word of God. You will submit to all things. Why? Because you've been submitted to the Lord. And because you've been submitted, you have access to authority. You have access to authority. You got access to power because of your submission. Submit to the Lord. Resist the devil and he shall flee. That's why the Bible brings out about the seven sons of Siva. That they came out and they weren't submitted to the Lord. But they came out and they told those devils that were upon that man. They said, come out in the name that Paul preaches. But those devils ain't no dummies. They know you ain't submitted to the Lord. You don't know the Lord. You're coming in another man's name. Trying to proclaim that name from somebody else. And the, and the Bible said that the devils knew it. And they jumped on him. Left him naked. Running around in his fruit of the looms. Down the street. Because they told him, you got no power. Because you don't know the Lord that you're speaking of. But they that know the Lord. They shall be strong. They shall do exploits. In other words, what I'm telling you is, you know the Lord, therefore, you're strong. You're coming out of every trial. You're coming out of every cave. You're coming out of every fire because you know the Lord. You got power. I got power from on high. We're not like those seven sons, but we've been baptized with the Holy Ghost. We got fire shut up in our bones. We know the Lord and the power of his might. Somebody shout hallelujah. 
That's what gives you power. That's what gives you authority is because you know him. And because you know him, you don't walk as other men walk. You walk with authority and power, not of myself, not of yourself, but because it is the Lord that has anointed you with authority and because you submitted to him, it is him that is working inside of you. Therefore, you should not fear the devil. You should not fear the spirits that are sent. You should not fear COVID. You should not fear any devil that comes. Because God said, I've given you power. Walk in the authority. Stand in the authority. Speak with the authority I've given you. And you shall see my work done in your very life. Somebody shout, I want it. Somebody shout, I want it. We got power over the powers of the enemy. We got power to tread on scorpions. Power to drink any deadly thing and it shall not overtake you. We got power inside of us. It is the anointing of the power of Almighty God. And I believe that we have power to bind the powers of the enemy. I believe you got power to speak a blessing over your children. You got power to decree a blessing in your house. You got power that when somebody's acting funny, you can bind the spirit that is oppressing them and say, leave them alone, but be released by the name of... You have that authority. You have that power. And I come to preach to somebody to say, wake yourself up. Don't walk in less than what God has called you to live in. But walk in authority. Walk in power of his might. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Therefore, it is the enemy that is always opposing He's always coming in opposing you. That's what he's sent to do. You think he wants us to have a revival service? You think he wants people to be filled with the Holy Ghost today? Some of you, he's trying to oppose you and stop you from even walking into these doors. All of a sudden, your husband and wife's acting crazy. All of a sudden, the kids can't find them, don't know what they're doing. All of a sudden, you're having car problems. All of a sudden, you're getting phone calls. Why is all these things happening? Because he's trying to prevent you from getting into the house of the Lord. Because he knows that in the house of the Lord, there is deliverance. In the house of the Lord, there is power. In the house of the Lord, there is anointing. But is there anybody here that can say it's too late? I already made it here. And since I'm here, I'm going to give God my best. I'm going to give God my best praise. Since I'm here, I'm going to leap with my best leap. Since I'm here, I'm going to shout my best shout. Since I'm here, I'm going to run my is there a praiser in the house? Is there a worshiper in the house? Is there somebody here that can say, I declare a blessing in the house of the Lord? Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. 
Come on, I feel like worshiping the Lord for just one minute. Somebody's getting ready for a breakthrough. Somebody's getting ready for a breakthrough. Somebody's getting ready for deliverance. I don't know where you're at. I don't know who I'm preaching to. But get ready for a miracle. God's going to do it in your life. If you want it, give God one minute of praise. Give God one minute of worship. Open up your mouth and declare authority in this place. Open up your mouth and declare, declare, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Oh, I feel a praise in the atmosphere. I feel like God wants to do a work. And God's saying, will you let me do what I want to do? Will you let me heal you? Will you let me bless you? Will you let me touch you? Will you let me anoint you? But is there anybody here that can throw up their hand and say, Lord, bless me. Lord, send down a press anointing. Come on, open up your mouth. Declare. Declare it right now. I feel a release in the Holy Ghost. I feel a release in the Holy Ghost. I feel a press anointing coming down from heaven. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, set the captives free. Lord, heal them that are sick. Lord, deliver them that are oppressed. Lord, have your way. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in Oh, I feel heaven in this place. I feel like heaven wants to move in our midst. And I don't know about you, but I want God to do it. I want God to pour out. I want God to make a way. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't think the enemy is being sent? He, there's nothing more that enemy desires than to come in and the house of the Lord be treated like a library. In other words, there's nothing but, or like a museum, nothing but statues. And everything we talk about is the things that God used to do. Remember when God used to, remember when we used to have services like Remember when that person used to, and we treat the house of the Lord like a museum, like a history place, like he's no longer alive, like he's no longer working. And we talk about a move of God that used to be, but I got great news for somebody. God still moves the same way. God still anoints the same way. 
God still pours out the same way. The same Holy Ghost that was poured out on the day of Pentecost is the same Holy Ghost that we got today. The same Holy Ghost that Paul walked with. The same Holy Ghost that disciples walked with is the same Holy Ghost that you got right now. Somebody shout, I got it. Shout, I got it. 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 And I'm not going to shut my mouth about it. I'm not going to be still about it. I'm going to give God my best friend. I'm going to lift up the name of the Lord. I refuse to talk about church as how we used to have it. No, honey. The Bible said in the last days, I will pour out of my spirit. We're not going backwards. We're going forward. We're not going back. We're going to greater things. Does anybody want, does anybody want a greater thing? Does anybody want a greater move? Does anybody want a greater outpouring? Does anybody want a greater demonstration? If you want it, give God a shout. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I wonder what would happen if you just worship God like you felt like worshiping. I wonder what would happen if you didn't worry about your neighbor, but you bumped your neighbor to the side and said, excuse me, but if you don't want to worship, I'm going to worship. Excuse me, but if you don't want to move of God, I want to move of God. Excuse me, maybe you don't need him, but I need him. Maybe you don't want it, but I'm... Who am I preaching to? I wonder if you would just give God your best worship. I wonder what would happen in this house. I wonder what would happen if you gave God the best that you had. Come on, don't let nothing stop you. Don't let no chain hold you down. Worship God with authority. Worship God with power. Worship God with authority. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Listen. 
Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in the house. I feel like if you need the Holy Ghost, today is your day. I said today is your day. God can fill you right now. God can anoint you right now. How bad do you want it? Shout hallelujah. Therefore, therefore, I'm almost done. You can stay where you are. Therefore, God, we must believe thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In other words, it is God's will that we have revival. We've got to stop begging God, trying to convince him and bribe him. It is his will that we have revival. It is his will that we baptize in Jesus' name. It is his will that you be blessed. This is the will of God. Somebody shout hallelujah. It is God's will that you have soundness in your mind. It is not a matter of pleading with God and begging with God. It is a matter of submitting to God, releasing the authority, and declaring thy kingdom come, thy will be. It is his will. It is his will. If you can get it in your spirit to say it is his will that I be blessed. It is his will. That I be the lender and not the borrower. It is his will that I be above and not beneath. It is his will. You gotta get that in your spirit. It is his will. Somebody shout hallelujah. Listen, it is his will that you be blessed. Because you are a reflection of the God that you serve. And the only God that they're going to see is a God that is working inside of you. And therefore the God that they see in you, if you represent him, he is not a poor God. He is not a God that lacks anything. But the Bible said that he, his well never runs dry. He has more than enough. The God that you serve is a God that has more. I said the God that you serve, he's a God that has more. You're supposed to say then enough. Let's try it one more time. The God that we serve, is a God that has more than he has more than enough so why should you be without when he has all the gold and silver the cattle on a thousand hills hills belongs to him he is our God shout hallelujah shout hallelujah Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. You got to release the anointing of God in this place. And he said, this will be done according to your faith. I'm almost done, but stay with me here. God is not going to bless you according to the opinions of other people. 
God can care less what other people think. The Bible says, according to your faith. Not according to their faith about you, but according to your faith. If you believe, then all things are possible. If you believe, I will pour out a blessing. If you believe, I will show my hand. If you believe, I will pour out of my spirit according to your faith. Somebody, anybody, everybody, shout, I believe. I believe. I believe. Oh, you ought to shout unto the Lord. You ought to praise God with all that you have. God's come to bless you today. God's already touching people right now. God's already moving right now. Listen. Let me end with this. But I'm trying to show you the importance. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The whole purpose of us getting together is so that heaven will come down on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. In other words, heaven comes down and he performs everything he wants to do. That is why our worship and our praise to other people, it seems like just noise. It seems like a nuisance and it seems like it's not needed. And the world can make fun of us and say all that is not necessary. But according to his word, he says he inhabits the praises of his people. So what you consider noise is actually us creating an atmosphere so that God can move. Is there anybody here that wants to create an atmosphere so that God can move? Listen. How many ready to shout right now? Somebody shout, I'm ready. Shout again, shout, I'm ready. The importance of God coming down and heaven coming down is because all authority comes down and takes over. Let me show you to this way. Where God is, he feels a thing. And if he feels a thing, nothing else can be in the same space. Because as I believe Isaiah said that his train filled the temple. In other words, wherever God is, he feels. And when he feels, he begins to push out everything that's not of him. In other words, I don't know what you're, what you're fighting against right now. 
but in the midst of God's people, when God shows up, he begins to push out depression. He begins to push out defeat. He begins to push out brokenness. He begins to push it out and God takes over. How many want God to take over? I said, how many want God to take over? How many want God to take over? I'm going to give you one minute to make a noise unto the Lord and let God take over. Are you ready? One, two, one, two, three, shout. Move in this house, Lord. Throw your weight in this house, Lord. Demonstrate in this house, Lord. Move, Lord. Move, Lord. In this house. Come on, you got 30 more seconds. You got 30 more seconds. Give God your best praise. Give God your best worship. Give God your best dance. Give God your best shout. You got 10 more seconds. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, shout. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everyone throw up your hand right now. I don't know who she is, but the Lord's touching this person. Hey man, if there's a minister, somebody that can lay hands on her right now. If you need the Holy Ghost, run up here. If you need deliverance, if you need power in your life, run up here. God wants to pour out himself. God is saying, I want to show my authority in your life. I want to take over in your very life. But you got to give God permission to do it. You got to let God take over right now. If you're the one I'm preaching to, run up to this altar. If you can't come up here, make an altar call. Raise your hand so we can meet where you're at.